Autumn's up, everybody. Welcome back to the One Shot Studios and the home of the Potoms Up team. Uh, today is a almost a milestone episode. Four zero, yep. the big four zero. We're entering middle age. How do you like that? It's downhill from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Nobs, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, hanging in there. Cool. And Blado. Uh, doing terrific. Yeah, it's uh, already been a great weekend, and uh, still got some left over. So uh, it's all been good. Excellent, excellent. You know, thinking about podcast all week. <laughs> you have a small life, I take it. <laughs> you well, as I mentioned, things were kind of slow. You know, you've been so, thinking about beer all week. Um, you, you just need a, a I, good I, reason to drink a couple beers with some friends. Well, I, I've had plenty of beer this week. In fact, I was up in Grand Rapids um, earlier in the week, and you, you know they they are the, the the mecca of Midwest beer craft beer cities. And um, yeah, I was I, I was true blotto. <laughs> <laughs> Living up to your name. Well, I, you know, I I was waiting for uh, my business associate to pick me up at the bar or pick me up at the hotel. The hotel had a bar, and he said, you know, he's going to get back to his room. He stayed in a different hotel. Should be along any minute. So I said, well, I'm going to go down to the lobby bar. And I'll wait for you there. We were going to Uber to downtown Grand Rapids. Be responsible. I said, just, you know, text me when you're on your way over or whatever. Three kettle ones later, <laughs> so he's on were, his way. You were a poo-pooed mess by the time he showed up. So I was, I, I know my limits. I felt like I was still in pretty good shape. He kind of argues that a little bit, but, you know. And then we go over to his favorite place, which is the Elk Brewery. We did the Blonde Express at one time here. Um, real small brewery. Um, uh, I had their peanut butter uh, porter. It's fantastic. I, I, I can just drink peanut butter porters all day long. I just, I, just, I just love them. And then we had a couple of beers there, and then we went to a place called, I think it was Stella's, if I look back at my uber receipts <laughs> and uh, that's when all this started catching up to me and you know he's drinking with me i'm drinking you always think the person you're with is probably feeling like you are mm -hmm. right you know um but he didn't have the three vodkas before before he picked me up his pump wasn't quite primed the same way yours was <laughs> no and so we so i i don't really remember the the, the ride back to my hotel per se, oh, but 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 I didn't I didn't die with my boots on, right? You know I, I, there was evidence that I brushed my teeth, I was undressed under the covers, you know I found my room without having to get security, <laughs> so all of that I must have been in okay shape, but he said to me the next morning, he, he said he says he said man you were really rough he said the Uber driver he said after <laughs> After we dropped you off, he turned to me and said, your friend's really wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so I, apparently I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hide it from everybody, you know? Well, yeah. I'm, sure that, I'm sure those drivers see everything, yes. especially in a yeah, place like Yeah, if anyone is, 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 is probably an expert at picking out the inebriated, it would be an Uber driver. But. You may not even make the top 20 in <laughs> Grand Rapids. Well, with the fact that I got out of the car and into the hotel, right? 
said something. That's bonus points. Yeah, right? yeah. So I didn't think I was that bad at the time, but yeah, I guess it was fairly blotto, as they say. Perception is reality. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, my perception or their perception. Right, right. right. Yeah, their, their perception is reality. That was your reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had some good beer while I was up there. That I do recall. Excellent, excellent. Speaking of beer. It seems like you got some good beer here for us to, today, Fred. Well, I'm hoping. Um, uh, the first beer that we are going to uh, give a little review of is from Keweenaw Brewing Company up in the UP. This is probably uh, our fourth Keweenaw, maybe fifth? At least fourth. Yeah. And uh, we, we've had such good luck with them. Actually, when I normally when I pick the beer that I'm going to get for the episode, I, I try to be a little more picky. Mm-hmm. Look for certain types uh, types and blah blah what blah. What you think might work, right? But I ran across this particular one and I was had at the graphic. It's a very cool lighthouse image. Like all of theirs. It, the beer is called November Gale. Uh, what is it? It's an American Pale Ale and uh, Nobs, you were saying that you looked up the lighthouse? Oh, uh, I did and then I closed out of the tab. <laughs> you don't remember the <laughs> no. name? It's it is a lighthouse off the Keweenaw Peninsula though. Up on the label, AP. so, and yeah. uh, I guess you know November gales come off Lake Superior, and that's so that's an image of what this is. It's the lighthouse weathering the winds. Yeah, uh, it's five point one on the alcohol scale, so it's kind of a sister kiss. But um, we've had such good luck with Keweenaw Brewing that uh, I, I didn't even check it when I bought the beer. I just I trusted Keweenaw. I right. love the graphic and. Uh, yeah, they, they, they really have really nice artwork, um, whoever whoever does it. Uh, that's worth giving a plug to sometime. But um, really nice-looking can. What really jumps out at me is the little pop of red yeah. that they put on the tab. That, that's like, I love that. I mean, that's just like... That's it when stands you, out. You, you, you know, in, in product management like that, you're you're thinking of the details, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if you're thinking of the details, like what can we do to give this can a little bit more... You know, appeal. You know, you know. What if we, what if we put the tab in red? That just also says you're, you're the kind of company that pays attention to details up and down. You know, you, you're not yep, just, you know, putting crap together. So, uh, uh, they, they, they call it. It's a, it's a golden beer. I, I think the color's pretty deep. I, I was expecting when they say golden to be a that's little. More, that's more copper. I, I see. It's yeah, a bit more. You know. But they these they have a black ale, right? They do mm. you know some darker beers, so I'm not surprised. Uh, um, so uh, uh, now it looks like you're the, the first one to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the color is great. It has a really nice aroma to it. You smell it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's got really good flavor. Yeah, I'm not I, sure I can describe the flavor right off the top of my hand. I'm not like picking up on any noticeable flavors or tastes, but it's. No, it's it's a basic ale. Yeah. Um, there's the hops in there, um, just slightly hoppy, citrus, but 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 slightly hoppy. Yeah. You know. Um, I think that's what they even say on the can. Well, they say assertive hop flavor and bitterness. I don't. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem very bitter to me. And I am getting the citrus citrus, citrus always. Yeah. Finish. Yeah, I, I get that with the hops, but I don't get the bitterness because um, that's what really I think is. This is almost like a, sort of like an IPA sans the bitterness. 
It's yeah, like, I was going to say it's, it's like, a, a, like a smooth IPA. Right, that, it's I, a light I, IPA. I think it, I'm not so much into the hops, but I think it's the hops and the bitter that uh-huh. turn me off versus just having the hops. And I and I don't I don't get a lot of bitterness here. No. Uh, I do want to point out something on the can that I noticed, and I want to go back and fact check this. Um, I have always been under the impression, and I think we have talked about it before, that they are from Houghton, Michigan. And the can says South Range, Michigan. Never even heard of that. And I wonder if they have two brewer locations now, because I'm almost certain we have had Keweenaw that has been labeled Houghton. And this could be a scandal of monumental proportions. <laughs> At least it's still in Michigan. <laughs> um, Stays within our uh, right. criteria. But it, South Range is in Holton County. Splitting hairs now. Right. Hmm. hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to, we're going to set that aside. What do you think? I'm going to fact check that. What do you think of the beer, though? Oh, I think the, 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 the beer's pretty good so far. Like I said, it, it, it doesn't, um, I've been doing so many flavor beers. Uh, you know, like Nob said, there's no particular uh, a note that jumps out at me. Uh, but it's very drinkable. Yeah. You know. I think it's very pleasant. I don't know if I'd describe it as November Gale yeah, you type of beer. Expect something a little more aggressive. I, yeah, I, yeah. But um, you know, mm-hmm. by the end of the beer, I'll, I'll I'll either be for me or mad. It's definitely past not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go tentative for me. See how it plays out. Yep. Yeah. yeah tentatively, I I like it. So for at this moment in time, I'm gonna. Give it a week for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same. Yeah. Which I, I wonder really if that's where where it, it, it we're already saying it's a man. <laughs> you know, when when we've been this tentative already with 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 labeling it for me, it it, it might be true definition of man. I was just thinking we haven't had a lot of mes recently. I don't think. I think we've been really for me or not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that means we're just uh, getting more judgy, or what that means exactly? Uh, it, it's interesting to think about just myself how much my beer tastes, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a as a verb, I guess, right? Or no noun have changed, or how I think they've changed since we've started this podcast about a year ago. Yep. Hey, when is our one year point? It's like in December. No, no, it was earlier than um, that. We started recording Thanksgiving weekend. It was that early? Yeah, but we had a few yeah. piled up, and then we released them. Yeah, we did our first three. Yeah, front loaded them, and I mean, we'll we'll we'll, <clears throat> we'll be at like fifty beers or so. Fifty beers? No, no, wait, a hundred beers. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, two beers an episode. We 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 should uh, now. We've had a few anomalies in our schedule, so we. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we should we should look at what our hundred beer. What when will be our hundred beer anniversary? That is an anniversary. Wow. Yeah. My poor liver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, organs are being sacrificed left and right. <laughs> we sacrifice a lot for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fred, we didn't ask you. So, how are things going with you? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh gosh. Outstanding. <laughs> Couldn't be better. 
<laughs> no, I'm doing good. Seriously, I'm I'm fine. Everything's everything's swell. Spending a Saturday afternoon with my podcast buddies. Life is good. Because we missed a week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, I was traveling and there were other things going on. That happens. Yeah. I was but, at a fundraiser for a museum. Uh, you call it a fundraiser. I call it beer drinking. Beer tasting. Yes. Yeah, beer tasting, beer drinking. Uh, no, it was a cool event. Uh, shout out to Port Huron Museum. They had a Hopstoberfest event and uh, it was put on by a, a Shells who's been on the show before and uh, is a listener. Mm-hmm. She volunteers there and it was really awesome. And Half my uh, volunteers there as well. Yep. They both do. Uh, and you you found a couple of uh, breweries or, or beers that you think we ought to follow up on, right? Yep. Um, uh, beers Brewery out of Petoskey was uh, my favorite one there. They were really cool. Instead of Beards? Beards Brewery. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like beards. what you guys have on yes. your chins. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had a couple really good IPAs and a nice ale, and I would definitely want to check them out again. Cool. Cool. Well, road trip it must be yep are they are they packaging yes yeah they've been distributing up there and this was supposed to be kind of like their breakout to the southeast michigan side of things so my plan is to talk to andy at wolverine market to try to get them in there yeah now i was also out of town and i went to thumb brewery Mm -hmm. but they're not packaging Maybe someday they will. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think they just got to get the right ownership in there, and they're they're looking for new ownership. That's what I. Heard. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. <laughs> All right. The name would have to be changed, though, right? Well, <laughs> I kept wanting to call it Thumbs Up Brewery, and 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 uh, oh, by the way, nickname change here for 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 my gal. Okay, I, I don't know why we never thought of this before because she doesn't really like sugar bear. Pop tart. <laughs> uh, it's a better nickname. That's better. <laughs> yes, it's a better nickname. And Pop Tart said, "Well, you just want to call Thumbs Up Brewery because you have Pottoms Up podcast." I'm like, "No, it, it, I, I'm not all about up, but it just it, it just was natural for me to say I went to Thumbs Up Brewery, then Thumb Brewery. I think that extra syllable in there makes more sense. What do you guys think?" Does thumbs up sound a little hokey, though? Yeah, yeah, but it is at the tip of the thumb. Right. Let me drink on that one. What if there's a medical term for the tip of your thumb? <laughs> Think about it. Look it up. Like there, proboscis? There, yes, it could be this Latin-sounding <laughs> medical term for the tip of the thumb, and that might actually be more catchy. I, I just, or not. <laughs> I just, like I said, it was a natural thing when I was telling somebody about the place. I, I said thumbs up brewery. Hmm. You know? In Michigan, thumb, tip of the thumb. It just makes sense. I agree. It is a little hokey. It does work on multiple layers, though. You're right. And and, and then, you know, the fact that we have bottoms up. Yeah. People are like, but what's with you and the word up at the end of everything? <laughs> it's, it's not really. <laughs> coincidence. But nothing is coincidence anymore. Is it, Fred? No, no, no. Definitely not. I mean, that's what the world is looking like, right? Which world? Our world or Uh, their world? I don't even know whose world it is anymore. I think I've been so gaslighted. Well, I, okay. I have not been, but we know people that have. Yes. And it's crazy to think about how upside down 
things really are. And I was going to say, uh, before we started recording, I'd, I'd mentioned that this person um, had talked about, we were talking about the impeachment or uh, the, the Ukraine scandal. And then he just throws out at me, well, Biden's not going to be your front runner anyway. Well, you know, I, I, I just trying to think, where did that come from? But I think I figured out what he was talking about. Oh. I think he's saying the fact that the whole Ukraine thing is about Biden. But it's dirt, not. But no, 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 no. Right, in right, his mind, right. the dirt on Biden, and he's saying it doesn't matter that they broke the law and did all this stuff because Biden's not going to be the, the nominee I anyway. So it's even more twisted than just throwing it out there as a deflection. He's yeah. still connecting what the world has said is not connected. Right, right. That's what he was talking about. And he, he made this convoluted jump to, well, it doesn't matter what they did because he's not going to be the, the, the nominee anyway. So it was all for naught. And so you that can't... makes sense. That makes sense. I'm trying to think to myself, what was really bothering me about it, does, does he feel as though me or you or anyone else that is not a Trumpster is somehow some sort of the same level of sycophant that they are towards Trump as we would be towards our party. And and that's where I think we get into this major divergence of the way that we look at the world. I don't know that... I mean, there were some Bernie sycophants out there in 2016. Snobs. <laughs> Not entirely true, but but I but I don't I, one I don't think they really exist today anymore. I mean I I don't know if there are that that level of up their ass as what you see on the Trump side. I just I I don't and for people to think that because you're liberal progressive Democrat however you want to call it you are that beholden to some sort of party line from whatever entity that we are, that we're blind to everything else. I just don't see that. I, I cannot... Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, I definitely don't consider myself some kind of democratic civic, sycophant. I, I don't. because Does, does anyone, though? Like, like do, when, when people are, like Matt Getz, or Gates, or whatever Gates. his name is, is, is he... Is, he's certainly a sycophant. Does he know he's a sycophant? Yeah. I don't think he does. I mean, it, you know, it's 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 kind of like you know, no one admits to being a racist, even when they're racist, right? You know, no nobody wants those negative labels, but even when they are, I definitely do not feel like how I see them because right, it's it's just blinded party over everything, over country, over what's right and wrong they, it's, it seems like they've just bought in here's, whole hog here, here's, here's one of the differences and, 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 and this would be my proof to such things when the Republicans were going through their harebrained investigations like Benghazi us sycophants were not really complaining that much about the fact that they were having the investigations. We would complain that it's a waste of time and money because we didn't think there was anything there, right? 
But Democrats weren't storming the hearings to try and shut them down. Right. Right? It was more like, if you guys want to do that and you're in charge, have at it. Have fun with that. Okay? And if something comes out of it, something will come out of it. Right? We don't think anything's going to come out of it. But, hey, (laughs) you know, God bless. They are not acting in that way. Nope. They're acting as if we must shut down investigations. We must shut down any notion that somebody has done something wrong. You know? Mm -hmm. They can no longer defend the the content of the allegations. So let's just shut down the process. The process is illegitimate. Yep. And that's what Matt... Gates did I I, I Gates I don't know how no, to pronounce his name. It's Gates. Uh, you know, is it E before A, A before E? I don't, <laughs> you know, what about those like little uh, caramel chews with the little white centers? Aren't those Gates? <laughs> that sounds like old man candies, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But I think that's O E T Z. Goats. See, again, how do you pronounce all that crap? <laughs> I don't know, but his name is Gates. You know what I'm talking about, the caramel chews? Yeah, I guess. With the, with the weird white cream in the middle? Ugh. Delicious. Love them. Oh. It's not good caramel. It's not good cream. <laughs> Put them together, voila. I hear they're good for... Um, Bad Halloween candy. S- soothing uh, sciatica in old oh. men. Oh, <laughs> well, then I gotta have some of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But but back to our friends, uh, the Republicans. But do you see? So that way, that's that's what I was saying is the difference in terms of proof of the way that they are acting and the way that we acted when they were trying to string up on ridiculous kinds of stuff about Obama or Hillary or you know Comey or whatever it, they, whatever they wanted to do. Um, you know, same thing with this. Uh, uh, criminal investigation now. Right? Bar. Democrats aren't freaking out about what the outcome might be. They're freaking out that he is wasting people's time by doing this and he looks really partisan doing it. And we're going to get more to that later. I, I know I jumped the gun. But it was the same, it's the same sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's let's just keep on attacking the process. And uh, I, I don't, you know. I don't know that the Democratic side of the aisle ever really attacked the process. I mean, Trey Gowdy's on TV all the time now talking, or, you know, the, the, the replay of him talking about how effective it was to have his hearings behind closed doors. Which only makes sense. Correct. And for effective as they were, <laughs> they didn't produce a thing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Goose egg. What, what did they investigate her three times? Well, in total, there were uh, like 15 different Benghazi investigations or something. Some crazy amount when I heard the number of like official investigations. It was, you know. Yeah. Their, their tenacity is something to be respected, eh? I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Sink their teeth into it and they just don't let go. <laughs> T- tenacity, I guess, uh, shouldn't be confused with results. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Effort should not be confused with the results. But uh, not in politics. I suppose results are more important than, I mean, uh, effort is more important than results. Um, so, you know, that stunt that they pulled, which 
It was a stunt, right? I mean, there's no other way to look at it. That's what I would call it, a stunt. Mm-hmm. You know? In fact, a number of those in that, that walked down there actually had access to the room. <laughs> yeah, the, there was like six or seven of the 30 that their committees are allowed in those rooms, and they could have been there if they wanted to. It's ridiculous, man. Bunch of clowns. Yeah. You know, do, do, we, do we have to explain more about that? Yeah, like to a listener that doesn't, you know, maybe maybe relies completely 100% on bottoms up for their political <laughs> happenings. Poor souls. <laughs> well, Explain it. Well, before you do that. I don't um, want to do it. I wanted somebody else to do it. Maybe just a, like a little background as to the way things have gone. Um, how it's gotten to the point where all they're doing is questioning the process. And mm-hmm. why, why aren't. Why isn't any of them defending uh, dear leader's actions and what he did? And you can go back to dear leader himself on TV, on video for everyone to see. He he, he basically said what he did. Yep. Then you had Giuliani, who confirmed what he did. Then you had Mulvaney, Mulvaney who added plus 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 plus. <laughs> so between the three of them and. That phone memo of that conversation with the Ukraine president mm-hmm. and our president, they they basically submarine themselves on any way being able to defend the actions. Right. So that is how we have gotten to this point now where all the uh, Republicans are squawking about our due process and... Um, um, access to the testimony and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's it's, it's all the process part of it. And in the, the the part that just kills me is like like someone like Lindsey Graham. The guy A is a lawyer, supposedly. Did we mention the word sycophant earlier today? No, that would just be orange ass sucker. We're back oh, to that. Can we not be? He brought it up. He he made me. But <laughs> a guy like Lindsey Graham, he's a lawyer. He understands legal process is as stupid as i think he is i know he understands that right right and yet then that guy's a prominent republican and he's out there spewing it's lies what's going on saying that the the democrats are holding secret hearings and and interrogation there are republicans in all of those hearings i know all those investigations but 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 here's the here's the problem with all that And, and he knows this too is that the reason that the House are holding these behind doors mm-hmm. um, depositions is it's the inquiry part. It's a prosecu- prosecutorial part of the process. Whereas if you look back on like when Clinton had his, there was Ken Starr in a grand jury. Right. Those people did the prosecutorial investigation part. Behind closed doors. Behind closed doors, and it wasn't shared and it wasn't made public. Go back to Nixon. It was the same thing. They had um, independent counsel, I think, then, and they did it all behind closed doors with a grand jury. So, fast forward to today, because the DOJ DOJ, refused to take up the the two criminal referrals that were given to them. Yep. Barr swatted them aside. Yep. It was left to the House to act as the grand jury as as behind grand jury. closed doors yep. 
depositions. And and they so so the point is is all the all the stuff that the Republicans are saying these guys are doing, you know, secretly and not including us in into the process. They're they're doing it the way it's supposed to be done. Somebody has to do this up front and it has to be kept uh, the witnesses have to be kept separate so they don't Right, you don't want them sharing testimony to right. one another, corroborating stories, things like that. Yeah. And 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 yes, that's what and it's but it's not even as bad as that. And when I say as bad as that is it's not even like this is a true grand jury because even though you don't have defense attorneys in there like you do in a grand jury, right? The grand jury is just to determine if there was a crime committed. Right. But in this case, as as the the House committees act as that grand jury, they do have defense attorneys in there. Like there are Republicans in there. There are Trumpsters that are in that room that get to ask these witnesses questions. If it was a pure grand jury, you wouldn't even have that. Right. So 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 they're getting more than what they should get and if this was a full criminal kind of process they're 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 getting more than what they would get if it was a true criminal process you don't get to know what the grand jury's talking about they do you know and yeah it's it's it the way they're spinning it is is so disingenuous. It is. It's, it's, it's totally just lie after lie after lie. Yeah. And, and they're spooling up their their constituents because they, they they keep pumping them full of this shit that this is you know it's it's illegal it's underhanded it's illegitimate illegitimate you know and, and you know another thing that you know all this process that they're protesting. Here's the thing: the house is operating under the rules of the house. The rules of the House were changed back in 2015 under John Boehner. Yeah. Was he Republican or Democrat? Um, well, take a, take a guess. He was a rhino, according to Trumpsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was done under a Republican Speaker of the House and ratified by a Republican Congress. Yeah. So the, the current House is operating under the rules made and blessed by Democrats. Yeah. You know, back or in Republicans, right? Or I'm sorry, yeah, Republicans back yeah. in 2015. So there's another layer of lying on the things they're doing. So anyways, so this kind of brings us back to what you were talking about with the clown show with Gates and the other 20, I don't know, 24 or 30. Whatever number it was. Whatever it was. They they went down and basically forced their way into that skiff, skiff room. Yeah. Which is, um, I guess, high security. It's the highest security. Yeah. That that any of the high security, like with you know covert operations things like that, are discussed down there, and it's about as secure of a facility as our government has. And these jackasses paraded in there with their cell phones, which is like one of the big biggest. Big no no. That's a huge no no. Right. No, they committed crimes. Mm-hmm. And and. I heard that some of them actually were asking to be handcuffed and arrested <laughs> because they, they wanted to create optics in, in the sergeant at arms or whoever the Capitol Police kind of didn't do anything about it. Oh, my God. And, and you know, and, and again, they were down there. Desperation. Yeah. Every they, now and then. Yeah. Reputa. <laughs> um, Not the, just keeping up. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's way too young to Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Think the Ukrainians will get that one? <laughs> so anyways, on top of things, they go down there and they disrupt it. They break the law by taking their cell phones down there. They're doing recordings. They're mm-hmm. making calls. They're, you know, t- yeah. twitting things out. Um, then they ordered pizza. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Oh, no. There was like 24 pizza boxes down there, and they didn't clean up after themselves, by the way. Why would they? And and then they basically were sitting around you know, talking. They, they weren't, like, making a protest. If the Democrats did that, and they didn't clean up their pizza boxes, <laughs> Breitbart would have exploded. Okay? I mean, I follow Breitbart, and that's the kind of stuff that would have just literally blown up their entire internet was the fact that the Democrats left empty or half-eaten pizzas and empty pizza boxes in in the Capitol building after doing like a sit-in. It's just the kind of thing that they just love to grab onto and just freak out about. Anyway, go ahead. So they they had their pizza party. They weren't like... They, they were doing some grandstanding at first at a microphone, but I think once the pizza came, it turned into, like, they were just sitting around talking and stuff, just disrupting. They weren't... Yeah, no, they did... There was they, no they, point they to what they were They disrupted the, the, uh, the deposition, right? Yeah, she left. Fiona Hall? No, no, no. It was the the girl from the um, defense. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. I can't think of what her yeah. name is, but she left. Yeah. In, in, and then they redid In it. around 3 o'clock... I think it was supposed to start at 10. And around yeah. 3 o'clock, the the children finally got tired, figured it was nap time, and they left. Yeah. And then she came back and she did her deposition yeah. for like three and a half hours. But... They had to sweep the room for cell phones, Oh, yeah. Too. They, they had to act like it was a... Um, they basically re-quarantined the whole place. Yeah, that, that, that's a good way of quarantine. They had to go through and sweep the room as if terrorists had been in there. Well, Which there were. Yeah. There were. <laughs> Cell phone terrorism. God. And, and that guy Gates. Frat boy, little prick. I, I, I can't He's st- a criminal. I can't stand Literally. that guy. I know. Did you, The thing about uh, the hit and run? Yeah. All kinds of stuff. He's yeah, a bad actor. Driving. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. his dad's a, a state, uh, big time state senator in Florida or something like that. And got him off and... He's a piece of garbage. He's yeah. a frat boy. Yeah. You just look at him and I, I... Okay, not all frat boys are bad. Well, <laughs> he's a rich frat frat boy prick. Okay, okay, and rich I, frat boy pricks are bad. He's I, I'll bad. go. I'll go with that. I, I, he's one of the ones that I follow on Twitter, and, and I constantly am after him. I, I can't wait. I just sit there and want him to answer me, but he never does. He's one of my favorite targets. <laughs> I just can't stand him. Uh, you know, you know what it started. Is it is it is it, is it Jim Jordan one and Gates one A? Jordan one? Jordan used to be my number one. <laughs> Gates is now. Gates is now. <laughs> but you think about it. Go go back to um, uh, what the hell's his name? The lawyer that's in jail for Cohen. 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 Gates. Remember he threatened him when Cohen was going to do his oh, right. deposition. Gates is the guy that yeah. threatened him, said, if you testify, I'm going to tell your wife about all your girlfriends. That's frat boy, prick. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> That's when I started following him on Twitter. Yeah. And like I say, I'm so disappointed he hasn't he hasn't acknowledged at least one of my 
attacks. But yeah. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't no. give up hope. <laughs> One day he may pay attention to you. I hope so. I hope so. I, I just would love to run into him like in an airport or something. I don't know what I'd say to him. But well, let's not record that. <laughs> The, the Republicans, they, they took a hit this week on their case that this process is illegitimate. Uh, you know, a, a judge just ruled that everything that the House is doing is uh, on the up and up. On the up and up. And according to House rules. According to House that's rules. That's exactly the way the judge worded her decision. You, you know, impeachment, the impeachment process in terms of leading up to the articles of impeachment is a very loose kind of process, right? I mean, the founders didn't lay out every single step that you you, you do. Can I interrupt for a second? Of course you can interrupt. Some, some Just talking head the other night on TV said, I believe the wording of impeachment in the Constitution is like 71 words. So that shows you how loose it really is. Yeah. that yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, it no, just popped into my head. I, I, I mean, that. so for them to be, you know, just you know, whining about this is is is, is that's all that it is. Can I ask you a question? No, you said I could. I'm interrupting then because you said I could interrupt without. I will not that ask I a question though because I'm not allowed to do that. Obviously, this vote that the White House and the Republicans want them want. to take. Yeah. Why do they want them to do that? I, I don't even understand what's the pur- what's the purpose of it. That whole gamesmanship what? is kind of a little. I'm, I'm lost on it. I I, I don't really. Nah, they want. Do you have any idea what are they going to get out of if they if they do the vote? They they say well, we're not going to uh, um, comply with any subpoenas or blah 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 until you take this vote. They wouldn't comply anyways. The White House wouldn't comply even if they did take the vote. But what do they what do they want out of this vote? I don't understand. I think what, what the they're trying is. to do is what expedite is the process. How, how about this? I think there are certain things that I, I've understood that happen if they take a formal impeachment vote, and it kind of gives the defense the ability to then present a case. And I think that's what they want to do versus allowing the investigation to contrive the articles that they're going to go forward with i think you know so they're they they don't they 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 don't want this to happen anymore they don't want the investigative part to continue and so by calling for the vote and getting right to the impeachment it it would sort of like well why would you still be investigating if you're already impeaching I, i don't know but that's 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 I, I just ha- haven't heard it explained anywhere what what they're so hung up on this vote. Because a month ago, well, they Nan- say, Nancy said they're doing a, an I, impeachment inquiry. Again, I, again, again they lie so many times. I don't know if what I'm hearing is true when they say, well, if they voted, then we would get to bring our witnesses and everything would have to be above board. And well, that, be does, that doesn't happen until the Senate takes it on I, as the I, trial. Uh, well, no, 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 no. There, There's no back and forth. There is, in, actually, in the House. Well, once they get... Articles. Once they get articles, that's what I'm well, saying. So they, I, I think they're trying to expedite that. Oh, okay. I, I guess. I, I guess I that makes know. as much sense as anything I've heard because I, I, I hear them squawking about wanting this vote. It's like, it doesn't. They don't have to do it. 
they've already stated they're in an impeachment inquiry. What's the difference? I think they also feel, and this might be a better explanation because I don't know the workings of impeachment, but I think also what they're what they want to do is they want to force votes and they want Democrats that are looking to retain their seats in districts that Trump won to go on the record and vote for impeachment because, you know, it's that was my theory. So then when the the elections come up that they could use that against them. But I don't think that's a bad. See, in the end, I, I, I think that's a that's a risky play because I. It also pins down the Republicans. It, it and and you know, I I think in the end this is going to be a political win for Democrats. I maybe I'm wrong about that. I think it's. I agree. You know, I I I, I we've a couple months to, ago I might not have said that, but now in the position we're at now, I I definitely see them with the upper hand. Right, because it looks like this abuse of power started well before the phone conversation. The perfect phone call. Who describes that? Like, uh, who? Have you ever had a perfect phone call? No. No. <laughs> have you ever had an imperfect phone call? Sure. Probably. No. <laughs> I don't describe it in terms of, oh, I had a perfect phone call or an imperfect phone call. It's like, did you sleep good last night? No, I made a few mistakes. <laughs> Sure, I've been on the phone, and have I said something? I thought maybe okay, I, I maybe shouldn't yeah, have said yeah. that, right? But I don't describe it in, in terms of perfect or imperfect, right? Okay, I made a mistake when I when I said that, right? You know, maybe it was a phone interview or something. It's like, oh, darn, you know, <laughs> shouldn't have told them about Wednesday night in Grand Rapids. But <clears throat> yeah, so I, I, I. I uh, so you you had made a point earlier about that uh, the judge siding with the house. Yeah, and I that's where we to, were going. I didn't see uh, what the ruling was per se on that. It just said that basically what they're doing is you know in line with the rules, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I, will that shut the Republicans up? Probably not. Never. You know, I I heard an interesting que- uh, a question and answer. The other day, uh, they said, okay, what, what happens when the Democrats move this to the public, right? They're, they're, they're hoping to do that hopefully in November. Mid-November, yep. So, you know, they, they, they have all of their depositions and testimony under oath behind closed doors. They build up their case. They bring the articles up. Then they can bring those people back or whatever and start having open hearings on this. Then... What will be the Republicans' defense? They're not arguing on the content now. They're arguing on the process. It's hard to argue the process when that becomes historical, right? Oh, well, you, you know, now you got to deal with the current, the present. What will be their position? How will they defend? Well, I, I think once they, if you're talking about once they start doing these public hearings they're gonna recycle these people probably the biggest ones they want i just think it it's gonna turn into the circus again character assassinations yeah mm-hmm. well absolutely yeah. yeah what did they call um who was the uh the 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 guy from ukraine that gave the most damaging um test taylor taylor bill taylor they were calling him 
and never Trumper. Yeah. Political partisan hack. And nothing could be further from the truth. As most of these people right, that are right. testifying. They're just people trying to do their jobs. They feel like they're doing the right thing for the country. You know, they're not deep state political actors. They're just not. No. I mean, even if they hold bias, right? I mean, everyone holds bias one way or another. And no one holds more bias than the president. <laughs> you know? I, I, I saw something about how, um, you know, they were upset about somebody calling somebody names or something. It was, it was on Breitbart or something like that. And I'm like, are you serious? You're getting upset now about people calling people names? Mm-hmm. The hypocrisy is off yeah. the charts. Um, but the the what the one what's my question about what is the defense going to be, and what would the defense of the Senate be? Is this person's guess, and I, I probably agree with them, and we'll see how it plays out. Is they won't argue the process; they'll the facts will be the facts. They really can't argue the content. What they'll argue is the severity that this is not impeachable. Well. And, and and that's where I think when we when we look at who we like to to run round and round with on on opposing sides, I think that's where it would come down with that person as well, those people. But this is not severe enough for impeachment. It is, of it, course, it is. It's well, the most severe, in my opinion. Basically. Well, I think what they're trying to to base that on is, yeah, he broke a law, but. It, it isn't that severe, like you say. Or it's but not, if you no, think he didn't of, break a law, yeah, I mean, he did. Well, okay, it's you that, don't have to have a broken law for an impeachment. Either. Correct, correct. An abuse of power sometimes it's nothing more than abuse of power, right? I mean, if you have to, if you have to itemize and be specific about every way that you can abuse power into law, you know, it would never end, right? I mean. It's it's when the president abuses their power, is what is most impeachable to me, you know when they are not upholding their obligations to look out for the best interests of the United States, and withholding military aid from Ukraine, which was there for the best interest of the United States for political gain, that's impeachable. I I, I don't know that it is per se against the law, asking foreign. Uh, well, help in, in elections it's against the law Fred but it's 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 just watered down I just don't I just don't I'm not grasping onto that piece of it yeah but see, I wish I could but I'm not the, what he did in the in, in the biggest problem is doing the quid pro quo thing like they like uh, they say it happens all the time in diplomacy diplomacy yes right 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 but, but what I'm saying, though, is what he did, though, is what he was asking for in return had nothing to do with the interests of the United States. That's what I'm saying. States. Yeah, no, I, I, that's why I agree. But, that's why. Right. But, but, but I don't, I, I'm not, the idea that he just asked for help from a foreign government to help his election campaign, even if there was no quid pro quo, there's those that argue that's impeachable, and I agree with it. I just think that's a that's a much tougher putt to say asking for foreign influence in our elections, because that is a thing of value, right? Right. And things of value used to mean material things in value. 
before the day and age of information, basically, right? And so now things of value, uh, you know, Mueller pointed it out, you know, having the hacked emails is a is that a thing of value? Yeah, absolutely. He he said no. He said he he, he said he could not make that determination because it had never been litigated before. That things of value always meant in some sort of monetary or materialistic way, not just information on your opponent. Well, Republicans saying that it's it's not it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment. Well, think about it in these terms. What is one of the most sacred things that we have is Americans, the ability to have free and open elections. It, it doesn't get any more. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It doesn't get any more impeachable, in my opinion, when you're messing with one of the basic things that makes us difference than 90% of the world. I, I have said this before on this topic, on this podcast, I'm sure. And I wake up thinking about it every single day. The bar for the president should be high. The bar for impeachment should be low. I, I, it should be very low. Until you get the best people, until you get people that are going to respect the rule of law and respect the Constitution and want to be president of all people, if you pick a bad one, get you throw them out. I, I've heard some Republicans, uh, like, um, I want to say, uh, it wasn't Rick Santorum, but it could have been him, but there was another one, and... Um, they were out of office already. And what they were saying was, it's not easy to impeach a president because this is who the people voted in. And you can't disregard what the people voted in. He didn't say majority ever. <laughs> but 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 even if it was the majority, right? I mean, even if he well, did win. The people voted him in, but how could they know what he was going to do? Correct. So th- to that, me, that, that's a disjointed argument because you can't really attach one to the other. Well, he's yeah. making the argument that collectively the people are smart enough not to pick a bad person. <laughs> no, that's that's what he is. That yeah. That's his assertion that if 60 million people voted this person in, you can't call all these people wrong. You can't call them all stupid. And I think I think you can. <laughs> of course. Why not? Is there, you know, that's why I didn't like when he, when he was saying this on uh, uh, on whatever show he was on, that the you know the talking head didn't challenge him on that, and said why can't be people hoodwinked or flimflammed into especially by a con man uh, into making a bad choice, and if we have that bad choice, what's wrong? I mean, I mean that argument almost says that nobody's impeachable, right? I mean, you know, the Fifth Avenue argument. <laughs> And, um, you know, so I, I just I, I just think that we have to reset ourselves with all the political figures, right? With whether it's voting them out, if we can't impeach, you know, Congress people, the, the bar has to be set very high for these folks. You I know? agree. And, and, and then therefore, You're making, to the making changes, um, you know, should be, you know, very low. I, I was just arguing with somebody about this and he said well you know we're always re-electing uh you know the same people and and the thing is we got to get them out of there right and then in the same breath he mentions aoc and that he hates aoc and i said you know what i go i want to back this up a little bit because what 
happened with AOC is exactly what you said should happen. She primaried another Democrat that had been in that spot for years and years and years. You know, primarying is what we talk about. The reason that we don't have turnover in Congress is because the RNC and the DNC will not get behind primarying people as much as they should. Case in point, president. Uh, They don't want to run anybody against them. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the the big scale. Right, right, right. right. And But even in local races, they don't want to primary people. I mean, I brought up the Justin Amash case, right? You know, all of a sudden he says, I can't support this president any longer. And they say, okay, you know what? We're going to primary you. Why shouldn't that be the norm? Democrat or Republican, why shouldn't people be primaried? You know? Right. Because if, if the idea is that we don't need term limits because voting is our term limit. That's the argument against congressional term limits. That we don't need them because people get to vote them out. Then you have to have a more fair primary system. And since everything is driven by the almighty dollar, we don't have a very fair primary system. And a primarying only means we're mad at you, not because, and, and, and that's because you haven't fallen in line. Then that's backwards, you know? And I don't, I don't know how much support AOC had from the DNC in, in that district, but she had a good campaign, you know? And then there was questions about, you know, then he brought up stuff about how, you know, it was a really small turnout and blah, blah, blah. And I think they were talking points. I don't even know if it's true. I didn't bother looking it up. Um, but I think there was not a small turnout in the general. I think maybe a small turnout in the primary. And that's why she won. But that's the system working, like AOC or not. You know, that's how you remove people have been there. But think about how much of a big deal we make out of that. AOC beats an incumbent Republican, and it's the biggest story out of last November's elections, right? Shouldn't be. That, That should be the norm. That should be the norm. If this person sucks, let's get them out of there. And they suck way before they do something criminal. And even then, sometimes when a guy is found with a freezer full of money, <laughs> he still doesn't get primaried, you know? So that, that, that I, I think, is, 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 a, is a big part of the problem that we have. I don't even know how I got on that rant, but... <laughs> Nor do I, but... <laughs> I made that connection good, a good rant, though. <laughs> because we, uh, we'll have to rewind the tape, because I had a thought there <laughs> <laughs> that led me right to that point, but... Um, a synapse fired and he went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next time our, our friend in Thailand talks about how he's not in favor of term limits, I'm going to say that you got to be in favor of primarying people. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that, that should be the norm. Oh, we're talking about the bar being set. That's yeah. how it all started, right? And so if the bar is set high for people, then, yes, there's lots of opportunity for them to be primaried. You know, and right now we don't set the bar very high for our politicians. Right. You know, and and we might. But then, you know, sounds kind of, you know, conspiracy theorist, but the system doesn't. Right. The DNC and the RNC, their 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 bar for people's integrity and and voting on behalf of their constituents, um, you, you know, the, it's, it's it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. They, 
they, they'll let just about anything go by, including including criminal activity. Of course, right? Politics. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that Menendez was is is is, is scot free. I mean, there's some stinky corruption around him. He was exonerated. Uh, Virginia corruption. Hmm. I think he got off. Uh, uh, and and then the, the same guy, the, the governor, before. Anyway, look it up. But anyway, um, you know, the uh, the DNC had his back the whole way. You know, j- just to sort of reset a little bit. Yeah, before, back to impeachment. Well, yeah, 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 dear leader. There was. <laughs> well, no, no. I, I'm just trying to finish up on the uh-huh. thoughts we had from pregame. There was another. Um, court ruling that I mm. wanted to bring up with you and that had I believe it was a second district uh, court they said that the uh, redacted and grand jury material from the Mueller report now has to be delivered to Congress as it should have been yeah. by October 30th and the reason I ask you this is God, I lost my train of thought but there, oh, I know what it was because we were talking about the impeachment, and in I believe the the Democrats are trying to keep their momentum and keep it going, and get it done before mm-hmm. the end of the year. This um, decision by this judge has now opened up the possibility. I say possibility that Congress by next Wednesday, the thirtieth of mm-hmm. October, is going to have all the grand jury information. Do you see the Democrats pausing and trying to pull in the Mueller report? No, no. I, well, I think they might to, pull to, in to to pull it into the whole impeachment. Right, right, right. Do, do you think they're going to try and take the redacted and especially the grand jury stuff and pull it into what they're doing now, or does that bog them down and almost not? I, be a service. I got that. two things on that. My my own thought is I don't buy the ar- the arguments made by some Democratic pundits that you can't confuse people, and if you make this too convoluted, they'll lose track and of you know they they won't be able to keep grasp. it simple. Yeah, stupid. keep it simple. Right. Thanks. I can't even do that. And um, I, but I don't really buy that. That's argument. why I'm here. Um, I I I I think that's not giving American people enough credit to. To, to say, okay, this person did this thing wrong, but they did all these other things wrong, too. Um, I actually think that if they wanted to bring in the obstruction of justice, which obstruction of justice, abuse of power, you're really, right? They're same, almost same? the exact same thing, right? Okay. So you could, you, there's enough evidence t- today to bring in the obstruction of justice charges from the Mueller report into the impeachment process now. And... Um, maybe that unredacted stuff will help. That is just kind of cleaning up something that was in the courts before. It would have been nice to have had that information before the Ukraine scandal blew up. So, you know, just it just played out a little longer. I don't really know if it changes everything. I don't know if there'll be a smoking gun in there either because I, I think almost everything that, you know, we heard kind of flushed itself out. I don't think there's many secrets in that in that Mueller report. But the grand jury stuff, possibly. possibly. Maybe not the so much the, the redacted part of the Mueller report, but the grand jury right. particulars, I, I think that could make a difference. And uh, I just wonder, 
Because I, I don't think the Democrats want this bleeding too far over into 2020. Right. Because you got Iowa coming up in, what, February or something like that? And then... Then you get the Mitch McConnell's of the world saying, well, you can't pursue this with an election coming up like they did with Merrick you know Garland. You, you can. Again, the, the, that's, that, that kind that's of goes back what, to my Barr that, argument, that's not my William Barr argument. It's like, so what? I, I'll impeach the president the day before the election if he needs to be impeached, right? I mean, it, it, you know, the, 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 the timing doesn't matter to me. Um, me either. I mean, you and I, we're, right. we agree that I don't care when it happens. Just do it as it should happen. Hey, Mulvaney admitted everything's political. Yep. Get over it. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of courts, were you done with your thought on that? Well, no, I was Well, oh, I was going to tag on. Finish up, finish up. No, I was, maybe I was going to go where you were going to go. I was going to say regarding it. the Mueller investigation and the unredacted information being passed on, at the same time regarding the Mueller investigation, now you got... Bar playing some shenanigans with that thing and the internal review. That's where I was going to go. Mm. Yeah. The internal review of what? I'm sorry. The Mueller investigation. But what were you going to go? I, I was kind of, I thought you were kind of done with your thought there and I was going to talk about that lawsuit. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Bring that up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know every aspect of it, but it's being brought by a, I believe he's from State Department, and he's being, he's supposed to be a witness like Tuesday of next mm -hmm. week. And he's being told, of course, by the White House that you can't testify, you can't turn over any documents. Yet, he's been served with a subpoena from Congress. And for, I'm not sure what, his reasoning for it is, is, is he trying to protect the president or is he trying to comply with Congress? I, I, I don't know what his feeling is on it, but what he's done is he's filed a lawsuit in federal court and he's basically saying, I don't know what to do. I'm getting hit from both sides. Right. I want the court to tell me what to do. And see where, where this kind of falls in is not only his testimony, but others, but yeah. Bolton. They're, they're saying this could possibly handcuff Bolton going in, and Bolton looks like he could be a very damaging... I think Bolton wants to testify. No, no, I do too. I think there are people that are testifying, even though the White House has tried to tell them not. I think that there's... In fact, I think some of the people that have testified, the, pre, the, the, the administration has probably put pressure on them not to, and they are, and then they don't want that part public. They don't want us. They don't want it out that we told this person not to testify, because then that makes them look weak if people are just defying it. I think the only ones that that are made public in that case are the ones that say, "Okay, I'm not going to testify because of the pressure of the White House." I don't. I I have yet to been explained fully in the legal process. If the White House tells me I can't explain, can't testify. What kind of leverage do they hold over that person? Why can't they? Right? Well, Unless they don't want to. So I, I think that it's the ones that want to, we don't know that, the, that, you know, there's been pressure put on that person not to. I think they just do it. This guy is trying to, 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 to elevate it to some kind of legal, you know. And I don't even know why we'd even get to the courts because it should be a pretty easy decision. Co-equal branches of government. 
Yeah, I agree. Co-equal, right? Follow the subpoena. You know, the, it, we, we talked about this a little bit today. One of my favorite arguments right now against Trumpsters are, should people have to comply with subpoenas? Uh, yeah. You know, just a simple question. Always not talking past. Democrat, not, not talking Republican, not talking, you know, impeachment, not talking, just should people have to comply with subpoenas? You know, and I, I don't think there's ifs and buts in there. It's a simple answer. Yeah. But this guy's lawsuit, it, it makes me think, and it's, I don't know, maybe my conspiracy thinking mind, I don't know, that they're using this guy. This guy's a, a Trumpster, and they're using him to try and shut off a Bolton. Because I think they're scared to death of Bolton. Because Bolton basically told him, I will be heard. You know, when he got yeah. fired, he was yeah. fired. No doubt about it. And and everybody thought, well, he's going to get back. He's going to write a book and be the October surprise next year in 2020. Right, The book will come out right before the election and he'll sink him. But I, I'm starting to think that they may be using this guy with this lawsuit to try and stop him now so he doesn't go in there, you know, per a court order. So you think he's a Republican plant, possibly? Well, I don't know if he's a favorable judge. I'm not sure if he's a plant necessarily, but I think he's on. he doesn't want to comply. He does not want to comply. So he's also covering his bases, saying, how much legal trouble am I in if I don't comply when I'm getting pressure from my employer saying not to comply? Right, right, yeah. To me, I, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling that it's even a thing. I always thought subpoenas were pretty rock solid. I thought they were, too. <laughs> you, know, you and I, we should try and define one, see what happens, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I was thinking, just on the whole subpoena thing? With with Barr coming up with this um, new criminal investigation, yeah. I thought, I think everybody from the FBI and CIA, ignore the subpoenas. There's precedent. Right. You don't have to. Right. You don't have to comply with subpoenas anymore. I don't care if you're the attorney general. F you, yeah. you fat Peter Griffin <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Fuck. F you. That's what I said. Let it go. Let it go. No, ignore all of his subpoenas. See how you like it? Neener, neener, neener. That's how I feel they should handle it. Uh, they, they should. I know? do. I think CIA, FBI, all those people should just lawyer up, say, nah. You know, we, we don't feel like uh, testifying. How far away are we from people planting evidence? Oh, I, oh, I definitely think Barwood. I don't. I don't think we're that far away from that. In 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 the case in in both the case of the <clears throat> Mueller or origins, right? The Mueller report or Mueller oranges. investigation. Oranges. Oranges. <laughs> don't you remember that? Yes. Yes. I do. <laughs> uh, that's why I never stop tweeting. Never. Please never stop tweeting. Uh, and uh, uh, and and also the same thing with what they were trying to do with Ukraine and the Bidens. Now it turns out I'm gonna, I'm gonna stray a little bit from Mueller. It turns out that maybe. They really weren't asking for a real investigation. They just wanted them to that say statement, they were investigating. That statement? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it, it's just as bad. <laughs> it's just, just it, there's, it, it, but at least that gives me hope that they really weren't going to plant evidence against the Bidens, right? They just wanted to say, we are investigating. Okay. But I, I, I just, I don't want to wear the tinfoil hat either. 
but I just don't, I, I find it plausible. I just find it plausible that they're going to find something and then spin that, basically reforge it and say, look, this is how this thing started and it was phony. And these are the people that started it because they wanted it to happen. And I, I just, I, I am definitely concerned about that, you know? And I think when you dig deep enough, uh, it, it'll, it would fall apart. But will we dig deep enough? It, it, it's kind of hard to hope for the fall apart when the DOJ is being run by. Right, Fox watching the hen house kind of thing, right? I mean, yeah. you know, someone's in there eating the hens and the fox is the one who's eating the hens and then we're like, Doing well, the investigation. yeah, I'm, I'll investigate <laughs> myself. Well, no one's eating the hens, you know. <laughs> well, in our pregame, you made an interesting jump from the the impeachment thing where the Republicans are only being able to go after process. Right. You you made an interesting point about about Barr in this new criminal investigation that you felt that they're really going after the process. They're again. going after the process again where the the Mueller report they're, is kind of bulletproof in a lot of senses. Right, they're not they're not going back and saying, "Well, Mueller suggested there was collusion and but didn't prove it." We're not going back to disprove that. They're not saying that Mueller brought up 10 10 cases of obstruction and we're going to say that there was no obstruction. They're just going back to saying Mueller shouldn't have been doing this even though there are 34 indictments, 8 prison sentences. And a partridge in a pear tree. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, again, they're not attacking the results or the content. It is still, still going after the process. Attack the process. Long enough. Long enough? Say we attack a beer. Attack a beer? All right. Let's head for that treasure trove. Bottoms up. Ah, we got a fun one this week. For our second beer offering, it's uh, made by Griffin Claw out of Birmingham, Michigan. It's called Grower's Grace, and uh, it is a banana stout, right? Where do you read that at? It's right on the front under Grower's Grace. A hearty banana stout. Oh, wow, stout. that's really fine print. Small, that's small. Part of their survival series. And... Uh, Full disclosure, what, why I grabbed this beer is um, because of the banana stout. I was trying to be a little crazy because I had never had a banana yeah, stout. Yeah, but how did you know it was a banana stout? I had my glasses on for a change. <laughs> so, okay, they need to put a banana on the can, all right? Maybe with a little smiley of, face on it. Instead of a footprint? You know, you know, like a dancing banana. So, but yeah, but that was the reason I grabbed it because of banana stout. I thought it'd be something way different than because we've had oatmeal right. no, stouts. We've had. There's no way I would have ever known this was a banana stout. That, that print is so small. Even with glasses, I'm struggling. Maybe it's I. So I'm glad you got it. Well, and 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 I saw the gorilla footprint on it, but I really didn't pay much attention to that part. So, anyways, <laughs> okay. I was showing half. We. we there is something completely different about the way we see the world, Fred, because the only thing I see on this can is a gorilla footprint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see banana stout. Okay, I don't even know how to pronounce growers. Growers, right? It's like gets, gates, growers. Gates is great. Goats. So anyways, I was talking to Half Pint. Okay, after you bought this. After I bought it, 
because she asked me what I picked up this week, and she saw the footprint and the name of it from a distance. She goes, oh, that's the one that's helping out uh, the Detroit Zoo. Mm-hmm. And, and then I actually started reading the rest of the can, and it turns out that this is um, contributing to the Grower Gorillas, who are on the brink of extinction, I guess. And the Detroit Zoo is being part of that effort in preserving the Grower Gorillas. And so I'm glad I grabbed this banana stout, even though I did it for the wrong reasons. It turned out to be a um, serendipitous. But I wouldn't say the wrong reasons. Anytime you're picking out a beer, you're not not wrong. (laughs) It's not the wrong, but unless it's the founders. (laughs) We even talked about that, have we? No, we didn't. That that could be part of our topic tonight. So, well, I, I I don't know. I did want to talk about it. I did want to throw that out there. Well, let's come out of the gate with that, since we're on it. Well, let's pour up okay. this banana, yeah. this fine banana stout. I'm expecting it to be yellow, <laughs> but it's that, not. That, it was not. It's definitely not. No, I, I keep it's the, a stout. So it's a stout. It's very very dark. Look look how I don't think little it's as motor oil as others. No, not as not no. quite. Almost zero carbonation. I was pouring for head, and I can barely get anything out of it. Yeah, but you can taste the carbonation. A little. It's, it's good enough. I mean, it's probably how they intended. It, so, um, before you answer uh, or before you give opinions on this, do you like banana flavored things? Yeah. Uh, Nops. I like real banana flavored stuff. <laughs> But it's banana those... flavor snob. No, no, banana's one of those flavors <laughs> that you've got the real banana and you've got artificial flavored banana stuff, and they're quite separate. Like watermelon, watermelon flavor stuff doesn't taste like watermelon. Well, they do their best. Mm, you know, it's a very bad job. Clark Griswold and the gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh... Um, okay, if I'm, then I will jump in. Before you give your opinion, okay. okay, because I think you've already formulated it, so I'm I'm, not, I'm I'm hoping that I don't lead the witness. Okay, this to me, if I'm to agree with you, and I don't know about watermelon, but I do on banana. This tastes like artificial banana to yes. me, like banana candy. It tastes like banana banana runs. taffy. Yeah, banana taffy. Taffy. Well, I said runts. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> I've never had those. Uh, yeah, I've had banana I don't know, maybe, taffy. Maybe, maybe. I bet but, you have. So yes, I think we all in, in agreement that it does taste it's, more. Look like, at me. Do I look like a runt person to you? Okay, but just asking. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Like sure. it, it, you know, I, the the fake banana flavor. I have adjusted my world <laughs> to accept it. <laughs> to accept fake banana flavor as a as a type of banana, and um, so my initial reaction is. You know, I, I kind of like this because I, I I do like the banana flavor. Do we want to talk about the first beer? You get final reviews on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna go meh. Sticking with your meh. Eh? I'm gonna go meh. It just didn't do anything for me. I can't I can't see myself ordering that again. It's a for me. I end up liking it. Yeah. Yep. Fred, I think I wanted to like it. More than I actually did. Yeah, that's I wasn't where repulsed I was by it, but I don't think I'm. I'll give it a math. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool with that too. I, if it was all there was, I'd order another one, but I wouldn't go out of my way. So 
Um, one of the things that I, initial thoughts I have on this beer is I like the idea of banana flavor. Like it's different, you know, it, it, it uh, and it's clever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm scoring them points just for the tie-in to gorillas. I mean, yep. I don't know, you know, is that even a stereotype? Do gorillas really like bananas? <laughs> <laughs> I monkeys like bananas. Do gorillas too? Do monkey? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. You know? I think they, they do. I think it's a natural food for them. You're probably right. Or is it plantains? <laughs> Because anytime you're in the jungle, from. anytime you're in the jungle, you see the plantains. You don't see the 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 bananas. True bananas. I don't know. I'm just talking on my ass. <laughs> Chiquita's running a scam on us, <laughs> and I don't know how many monkeys like like bananas. I don't either. I think that's, that's what I was told as a child, though. All the, the cartoons and like uh, Curious George. He's a chimp. Okay. George a chimp is not a monkey. Chimp. Okay. That's do, you, fair. do you guys, you, you know, I babysat a chimp in college. <laughs> I remember that story. Yes. I got Vaguely. lots of stories, yes. <laughs> and one of the things that he was, of course, you know, I mean, he was smart. Well, doesn't everybody babysit a chimp in college? <laughs> or some form of. I didn't go away to college, so I missed out on this part of it. <laughs> but, the, but, but we actually babysit a real chimp. And if you called him a monkey, he would scream and cry. Really? So people sensitive, was he? You know, but again, you're trained, right? But people would say, "Oh, what a cute monkey!" And he would go, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "Don't call him a monkey." Um, I suppose monkeys and great apes uh, like um, like bananas. I would assume. I just was throwing it out there as a possible stereotype. Because they decided to do something for gorillas and then give it banana flavored, you know. So uh, you like it though? I, I like it. I, I I do. So far, I mean, and I've really been in stout mode. I mean, that's that's this cooler weather. Um, I don't know if I'll give a good review to a pale ale or an IPA or a lager for the rest of the year. <laughs> yep, it's that time of year. Yeah. I eat a banana just about every day. They're really not that good for you. So just I saying, I didn't ask your opinion. <laughs> I was like, just stating why? a fact. Why since do you eat you a banana every day? Why are they not good for you? Yeah, Lots the, of sugar, right? Yeah, the the sugar and um, starchy and and mm. and other than just having a little bit of um, potassium. Uh, yeah, potassium that you get from lots of other sources. Do you know what? Speaking of bananas, one day. About a year or two ago, I was at work. I'm in the um, little cafeteria we have, and I'm making my morning oatmeal. And at that time, I was putting a whole banana in my oatmeal. And one of the managers walked in, and, and he started talking bananas to me. And he said, <laughs> that crazy he talk? Yeah, that, that, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he was bananas. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but he, he was... Plasma, dog, plasma. <laughs> He was telling me that he had read, read an article about bananas that not too long ago, and it has been a couple of years, but I don't remember exactly what he said. He said there was like five or six like different types of bananas with distinct flavors. 
and the banana world, the people who grow them and sell them, had basically eliminated like five or so of the true flavors of bananas <laughs> and they were only working with one and it was actually like the so, least flavorful of bananas so, so we had the world had kind of lost i think bananas don't have as much flavor as they that show. was his point I, he I was saying when you get, the bananas that we're it's buying nowadays texture. it's it's more texture more mouthfeel banana mouthfeel that's a weird thought <laughs> yes it is that they basically have bred it down to one banana and it's like the least flavorful of them all. And I don't know what the, I can't recall the reason. So really they gotta do this they got they gotta flip this. Instead of doing banana flavored beer to beer protect the banana. gorillas, they gotta do gorilla flavored beer to, to bring back the endangered the banana. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when I bought this beer. <laughs> You thought you were protecting the bananas. <laughs> the endangered bananas. <laughs> so who knew there were six flavors of bananas that were popular at one point in the banana farmers? And here it is. Follow the money. You know it had to have been cheapest Always. to raise Always. the least yeah. flavorful banana yeah. if they got rid of the good ones. Like, like you know, there's different kind of oranges. There's plenty mm-hmm. of different kinds of apples. Origins. You know, I guess, you know, we always just thought that there's only one kind of banana, per se. Yeah, I always did. Who knew? Who knew? I knew that that bananas that we ate were genetically modified to be the way they are. Like, they were bred that way over years to farm. Right, that's why I'm saying gorillas and monkeys and whoever else in the jungle, you never see bananas in the tree in the jungle. It's always... Like a plantain. Right. You know, and then, you know. I don't even know if I've ever had a plantain. I think they're very dry and bitter. Are they? <laughs> yeah. They look like bananas, but they're not like bananas. I think they have them on the cruise ships all the time. And I, I think steer clear. I think I, I've had a plantain before. I think, I think there's some sweet ones. Yeah. How many types of plantain are there? <laughs> <laughs> and will they be wiped out as well? <laughs> Save the plantains. There we go. That's our new cause. Potoms up, so, saves the plantains. This, for everyone this that, episode is bananas. <laughs> for everyone that buys a Potoms up t-shirt from, from where, Knobs? Designed by humans slash Potoms up. Okay. Designed by gorillas. <laughs> for everyone that buys. Uh, we will donate, uh, what, 25 cents? <laughs> To the plantain, save the plantain and, and foundation. Save the foundation. That'll bankrupt us quickly. <laughs> what we do is we create the foundation in our name, so it just goes back to us. Is there anything else you want to say about the beer? <laughs> uh, it's meh for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so sure about the banana flavor either. I, I, I am kind of on board with you that I am. Kind of happy we're going into the darker beers, heavier beers, so which this is, but eh, it, it does have a little artificially flavor to it. Yeah, like the banana. It reminds me of banana taffy. Yeah, that that's what I think of. Now, what if it turned out that it wasn't artificially flavored? If it wasn't, yeah, and they just shoved a real banana in there <laughs> in the blender. I don't <laughs> puree. <laughs> it's a protein shake too. <laughs> You know what it, it tastes like to me? Tell it me. It tastes like those caramels that have that white filling. <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> it 
That's what it tastes like to me. <laughs> the Gates caramels. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to give it a half glass thing. I'm not sure. Right now, I'm iffy on it, but I'll give it a little bit more. Now, you mentioned Founders. I did. Uh, it's getting to me. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What is the official bottoms up position on Founders Beer at this point in time? Someone got to give some you're, background. You're asking the editor? The producer? I don't know. I don't know who I'm asking. I didn't want to like throw it out there and say, you know what, guys? We're done with Founders. <laughs> Let's give the listeners some backstory. Do you know what the happened? story? I, I really avoided Actually, this story, so I generally I, know what happened. But if you could fill us in a little I, bit. Well, I'm sketchy on details. That's the way I am. But it, what I find interesting about this story was I heard about it a long time ago. So there was these allegations that came up. And like so many well, things... what are you talking about? Hold on. I, I will get there. Okay. Like Founders Brewery? Yeah. Like, I'll get to all that. But, oh, okay. Um, like so many other news stories that come up, you know, oh, this person's in trouble for that, or this company's in trouble for that, or this politician's in trouble for that. And then it goes away. The news cycle, you know, the initial shock is what they're selling in the news... But then the results or anything like that seem to just never percolate back up to the top to the news cycle. You can do a little searching if you can remember, right? I mean, who can keep a tickler file of all their freaking scandals, right? So tickler. <laughs> I don't know where I that know. came from. I, I don't run in his circles. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I thought what what. What to me was most uh, interesting or intriguing about the Founders Brewery uh, race discrimination case was I had heard about this, like I said, months ago, years ago, whatever it was. This was in Detroit, right? The Detroit location? Actually, it, 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 if I remember the initial story, it actually crept its way back up into Grand Rapids as well. Ooh. See, I hadn't heard that part. Well, because it involved people from, from Grand Rapids, uh, like... You know, home office, right? You know, coming in and firing these people, uh, and and questions. There was more than one person. Now, the case that was recently brought up was about just this one person. But at the time I read the initial article, there were two people, two plaintiffs, I believe. Um, and yeah, they have claimed that founders created a hostile environment for minorities, and that this person. But I, I, I have to look up the original article. Basically, there were two people that said they were fired uh, because um, uh, as retaliation for calling out that these hostile, this hostile environment towards their race uh, was being permitted. And, and were, were these plaintiffs or were they African-American? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, I think uh, both were... Um, I have to go back and look at the story. I'm trying to think, was there a homosexual aspect to it as well? But anyway, so, you know, they were they were bringing up these, these complaints, and that's why it got to Grand Rapids, uh, because it was like this really weird, and I, I remember reading the story about just like a really weird chain of command that they had to go through to, um, to, to make their formal complaints. Uh, and it was just difficult for them to do so. And that founders had made it difficult for them to do. So now fast forward today, and 
you know, this thing is in the courts and uh, Founders is not looking good. <laughs> so there was this leak deposition, right? And um, uh, I should have had this up already. So somebody take over for me while I look. But um, Well, can, can I ask sure. a, a stupid question? Okay. Founders opened up a location in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Downtown. Yeah, a long time yep. ago. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sort of setting up a premise. Okay. The, the, there is a very large minority population that lives in the city of Detroit. Obviously, mm-hmm. Captain Obvious. What did they expect? Who are they going to hire if, if they're going to have locals working in their place? They're going to be, chances are, a minority, right? So what's founders thinking? You're not following what I'm asking? No, Fred, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not really <laughs> sure where you're going with this. I don't think the location matters at all. No, the location matters from the standpoint that the people you're going to hire are from that community, and that community is an African-American community. Predominantly, but you can hire white people from that community. But no, one of the, no, no, what I'm oh, saying, though, is... Here, here's what's missing, okay? What? I, out of the story that came out today, I, and, you know, not, uh, you, you brought this up, and I wasn't sure... I, I, I did want to talk about it, but I'm not prepared to talk about it. You have to go back to the original story. Because the original story talks about... One of them, they relocated. So they offered this person a promotion to relocate, I think, from Grand Rapids to Detroit. And then they gave the promotion to somebody else, a white person. And then that's where they started to get in trouble with this. So in that particular situation, what you're saying isn't really what happened. That's why I'm kind of stopping you mid-sentence. Okay. Because I believe there was a... Fair enough. There was one of the... Or or it was the other way around. They were hired in Detroit and they went up to Grand Rapids and then they didn't get the promotion. I think it was Grand Rapids to Detroit. I thought so too. So that's why... Okay. The community... I stand corrected. It is is very nice if in in the community that you're serving, the people that you hire represent the community that you're serving. But... And... Certainly, there are, are uh, companies and uh, organizations and hiring managers that uh, don't believe that and do what they can to get around those rules. That's that's the real world, right? It's almost impossible to prove. Okay, but I don't really see how it's even relevant. That's that's kind of why I was stopping. I, oh, okay. You, you know, I, I don't uh, sure. Founders in Detroit should have people that represent their community, but it's, but also I didn't it's not say they should. All I was saying is that you would expect you would it expect to. it to reflect the community. That's all I was saying. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I, I think the problems are much deeper than that. Okay. You know, because what you're what you're maybe insinuating, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, is that but if you don't expect trouble. No, that, you, that that's kind of right. Is that kind of what it sounded like? That is where like? I was going. Mm, but that, no, that was no. I I don't want to assume that either. But that's kind of no, you know. It's not where I was going. You know. I guess I didn't understand enough about right the, no, the story. The, so I was the article. The the I was update, talking out of school. The the update <laughs> on this. I thought that the article that the Detroit Free Press recently published as an update uh, on this particular issue did a poor job of giving the background 
of what took place whatever months and a year ago, you know. I was looking, I wanted to refresh myself on that and uh, that and this article just didn't get into that, didn't into the, the whys and the wheres and the what the the real allegations mm-hmm. were. But there was one really alarming piece of this article and that's where I have a hard time saying, yeah, I would support Founders Beer. And that is the deposition that was leaked from this manager named Dominic Ryan. I think I might have read it. Which one is it? Okay, so the Freep uh, published this article uh, about this deposition that this manager who fired the plaintiff, okay, so he, you know, he's been under oath, right? And it, I'll, I'll, I'll read what it, what it wrote. In the deposition, the manager, Dominic Ryan, who fired the plaintiff, Tracy Evans, who I believe is a guy because they refer to him as he, but mm-hmm. last year, uh, Dominic Ryan would not answer whether he knows oh. Evans is black. Yes, I read Even that. Even though he knows he is black. <laughs> this is the, the guy that was saying he didn't know that Obama yes. was black. Or Michael Jordan or Kwame Kilpatrick because he has never met them. It really comes across as a, well, <laughs> I don't see color, so I can't make that determination. Okay, but you can determine they're black if you know their character. <laughs> like, all right, if, if, if he wanted to say we're all human, mm-hmm. that's the human is, race, is that would be one thing, is right? Dominic a white guy? I'm gonna guess ninety nine percent. No, no, but no, no, but does it say he's Caucasian? No, it doesn't. Okay, no. yeah, but I'm pre- but I'm pretty sure he is. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure there's a. It's case not a big leap. A, yeah. Now, just after this deposition is leaked, here I will give founders uh, a pass on this if they have fired this guy. So I was. Uh, it's another thing I wanted mm-hmm. to look up. Yep. Wait, has, has this guy been canned? Because you say that, I'm sorry, you are out the door. So. Uh, do you want to do a, a, a quick search on that? Dominic Ryan. Dominic Ryan, okay. See if he's been canned. Because if he's canned and Founders is doing the right thing, then what planet do you have to live on that you would have the audacity to say that under oath? I know. I mean, think about the stupidity of that. It's, it's, no, it's not stupid. It's, 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 it's disregard for the law. I, I would call that a lie. He knows what the question is. Is meant to 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 elicit right. I mean, he he should be held in contempt by not answering that question. Insanity. Anything Uh, there? I I can't find anything confirming or denying. I think he hasn't been fired. I don't think he has. That's that's where I'm coming down on this whole founders thing, and I'd be like, okay, I I don't want to have anything to do with this as long as this uh, you know asshat is still employed by them. The one thing that troubles me, and I didn't see this in an article, it was just copied and pasted to me by someone else, is this almost appears to be culture within Founders, though. Right. Because, I don't know if it was in Grand Rapids or Detroit, but they had a whites printer and a blacks printer. And they were labeled that way. And the Say one, that again, I'm sorry. They had segregated printers. Oh, like printer. paper printers? Yeah, so like why computer would you, printers. Why would you need to... Segregate printers. Because one was good and one was bad. Really? Yes. 
So they label them that? Yes. Hmm. You know, again, now, whoever labeled them should be fired. Yes, <laughs> but that's my my point is to allow that within your company that creates that culture. Sure. That should never be allowed. Sure, and sure. But companies and again, like, are made up of individuals. That's and, you know, that's why. Yeah, yeah, but it just means that there's people higher up that yeah. look at that and they're like, that's acceptable. That's fine. And it's not. Of course it's not. It's, it's insane again. Yes. You know? Wow. That's crazy. Just so you know, Half Pint is in Grand Rapids right now. Do you want me to call her and we'll get a, a girl on the street <laughs> interpretation <laughs> if they've gone to Founders? No, I'm serious. Uh, no? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, 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 We don't have a plan. I wonder if they, I wonder we if don't they have know. a plan. But this is good. This is live. This is, this is throbbing. <laughs> Go find Dominic Ryan. You know? I mean, I was should, just there, I we, was just there Wednesday. We, I wasn't going to go to Founders. I could tell you should that. Should we tell them, call them off Founders? Because I bet you they're going to go there. I think we should call them. Call them. Right. Yes, we should, they should not go to keep, Founders. Keep talking. Well, I'm going to try gonna up and keep time. talking. All right. I'm going to see if she'll answer. This is amazing. I mean, I, it, would, it would certainly appear when you see depositions like that, that that is going to ask a lot. That's that that's going to raise a lot more questions. Um, it is in the the, uh, the free press article, and it was the Grand Rapids location had white guy printer and black guy printer. That's what they were called. And because one printer was better than the other, uh, it did not specify in the article. But regardless, <laughs> like you can't label like that. Rosebud. Hi. Half pint. I'm sorry. We're we're on the air with the podcast. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. How's the beer flowing in GR? Um, the beer was flowing good last night. We just did some wine tasting, though. Did you guys go to Founders by any chance? We did not go to Founders. <laughs> was there a reason? <laughs> um, no. We are just not in the area. <laughs> are you planning on going to Founders tonight? We are not. He walked away. Mm. Good. <laughs> are you trying to force me to go to Founders? No, no, no. I may, maybe the opposite. Cause you're trying to get me in trouble? No. What trouble? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How, how's everybody doing? They're all good. We're in the car right now. Oh, yeah? Yep. Good birthday weekend? Yep, it's going good. Okay. No, we were on the podcast talking about um, the the founder's uh, business. Hey, yeah. Hey, half pint. Half pint. Tell yes, everybody to shut up in the background. Sorry, they're talking on the phone. No, tell them to hang up. <laughs> no, they can't. Why not? She's talking to her nephew. Oh, that's oh. important. We're on a live <laughs> podcast that's heard well, in... Ukraine. Ukraine. You know what? What? If you wanted a guest, you should have given them notice, and I could have gone to a quieter place. Uh, What we want is we want you to go find Dominic Ryan. I don't know who that is, though. He works for Founders. They'll know who he is. And he's a racist. He's the the problem child? Yes. I don't... But was that here, or was that the one in Detroit? Yes. 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 It's 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 it, it, it's both. Oh. The well, the the, prob, the problem is also in Grand Rapids. It's a. Did they shut down just the Detroit one though for now? Yeah. I can't believe they would shut down this one. 
Just just Detroit. They shut it down? Yeah. Yeah. They closed the founders. That tap room. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know that much and you're pontificating the whole I just know that they weren't attending the beer fest. Oh no, No, they 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 closed the tap room. The tap room was shut. Thursday or Friday, they close it down. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. I... Well, that's a good start, I get. Well, I don't know. It depends. Are they paying all well, the people that weren't involved in this? Uh, text me, I, I guess. Why don't they just fire the guy? Yeah, right. Why don't they just fire the bad actors? Why is it an issue? Yeah, I don't understand that part of it. You think founders would get rid of this guy... To, to try and mitigate the mess. Right. Get rid of like, you know, four or five people, right? I mean, this guy, this guy's boss. Yeah. You know? Because it would be a rightful reason to fire somebody, right? It yeah. appears to be. So I don't see what the problem is, but what do I know? Uh, are they still on the phone? No. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to sing a happy birthday to Megan. All right, hold on. Let me put you on speakerphone. Okay, tell her this is the podcast calling, though. I will. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay, it's up on the line. On the air. They're going to sing you happy birthday. Oh. Hi, Meg. Hi. Happy birthday. It's the the Pottoms Up gang here is going to sing happy birthday to you. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Megan. Happy birthday to you. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Hi, Lauren. Hey, McLovin. Hello. <laughs> Aw, well, thank you, guys. Your harmonies sounded beautiful. Well, we've been kind of working on it, so. I could tell. You should start a little group. Well, the reason we called, and you guys probably don't know, is we're talking about the the founders um, debacle going on downtown Detroit. That's our cultural topic for today. So you guys were there, so we were just calling to find out if you were... Um, Giving them money. Oh, no, we are not. Okay. It really wouldn't make much sense for Fred to be in a barbershop quartet. (laughs) (laughs) That that is so hurtful. You can just find somebody and be a beard quartet. I was going to say, well, he has a beard, so he can go to the barbershop for that. Someone's got to cut it, right? That's right. Somebody's got to trim your bush. Time to go. We're jumping the shark now. Okay, you guys, have a great time. We love you, and uh, glad you're not uh, drinking founders this weekend. Find find something else to drink. Oh, dad moment. We will. Hey, uh, Elks Brewery, little place out of the way. Go check it out. All right, we'll try. Okay. All right, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Love you. See ya. That's a first. <laughs> yeah, it probably makes really bad podcasts. <laughs> oh, I bet you it does. Uh, uh, so we are officially boycotting. 
I think I'm done with Founders. I, th- then. I think yeah. until the the guy gets canned. And oh, it's got to be more than one it's person. Be more. It's yeah, yeah. Sam Miguel's got to come in and and, and they got to take some names and kick some ass. They're probably over in Spain going, "Well, what did we do?" <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from accents, Fred. <laughs> See. <laughs> All right. Uh, whatever else we were going to talk about, I think is is. Uh, I think we're out of time. Yeah, doesn't matter. Are so, we? Oh, we'll yes. get to, we'll get to it next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's kind of a bummer, but okay. We still got some beer left, but we're going to sit here and drink it. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll cut this one short yeah. and uh, pot and up. up. Out. Cause baby. Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby